Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Connected Families Podcast. I'm Stacey Bellward, and today's podcast is called How to React to Outrageous Comments Your Kids Make. We've all heard them. Comments like, yuck, this food is disgusting, or I always get the hardest job. (laughs) These comments can trigger a lot of emotion. We will explore ways to respond the next time you encounter one. We will also talk about our new online course. It's called Less Arguing, More Wisdom, The Power of Questions for Parenting. This new online course has just been released and teaches parents how to cut down on the nagging and the arguing in the home. Jim Jackson, the co-founder of Connected Families, and Chad Hange, also from Connected Families, are joining me here in studio. Hi, Chad. Hi, Jim. How are you guys today? Doing well. Good to see you, Stacey. Yeah, I'm doing well. Also, I'm excited to... I don't know why I'm excited about this episode, but there's, (laughs) you know, the kids come at us with these outrageous Uh statements, and they're so extreme, and they're intended to hook us and get us engaged in, you know, their emotions, Uh and sometimes it works. But we're here today to talk about, you know, how to think about and respond maybe a little differently to these crazy, outrageous comments that can sometimes come fast and furious. Right. They make you laugh or cry, right? Right, right, right. (laughs) Or roll your eyes or just like, oh, are you kidding me? (laughs) Again? Right. (sighs) Whoever said life was fair. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I I don't want to hear it. (laughs) So this is fun. Let's kind of run down a litany of the different crazy sorts of things we hear kids say that compel us to roll our eyes or repeat them condescendingly or fold our arms, Mm -hmm. whatever it is that we might do. What are some of the things that kids say that kind of get their hooks into us? Yeah. How about, you never make any food I like to eat. You always make food I hate on purpose. (laughs) Or this food is awful. It's disgusting. Eat it. (laughs) Right. Right. For teens, the, oh, vaping's not dangerous. Well, adults are just making a big deal over nothing. Mm -hmm. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. Or I've actually heard this one, you guys, in my own home. How about, who cares if I'm a little late for school? Half the school is late every day anyway. They are, for sure. (laughs) Always. And it's half, or if not not more, right? So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and there's the, you know, Mrs. Johnson loves catching people for dress code violations. Uh It's what she lives for. All or nothing comments, yeah. right? Or, or, no you know, I've, I've got one in my head where my most expressive child would consistently say, you don't care about me at all. <laughs> yes. yeah. You don't give a crap about me. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we respond as parents to that. We hear stuff like that and it's yeah. kind of said emotively. And then maybe you've heard some of our teaching about the mirror cells and, and matching responses. And in our parental role, we kind of match the kid's energy or maybe any number of different responses. What are some of the things that you hear parents say they do, or maybe as a parent yourself, you've done? Yeah. You know, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so here we go. This person, this child has just said this thing with great emotion. And now we go to, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which a child, an enraged child hears, they don't hear it about information. They hear it about identity. Yeah. You're not true. You're, you're a liar. You're nonsense. So they hear an extreme statement of sorts in our response, if that's it. 
Yeah, we can also just throw up our hands. That can be a response, right? Like, <sighs> oh, it's impossible. They're saying, you know, quote unquote garbage again. It's not yeah. even true. You know what I mean? And right. just dismiss it. Just dismiss them. <laughs> right. Sort of like, what are all the different things we as parents have said when we just put our hands up in the air and roll our <laughs> eyes to the back of our head? <laughs> this again, or what are you thinking? Or right. how ridiculous? Or, you know, I can hear myself saying any number of things as I throw my head back, roll my eyes back, and put my hands in the air. Which actually, I just thought, this is kind of our own internal outrageous thoughts mm-hmm. thinking, right? Right. 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 Like, uh, I think it's easy to get logical too. You go from yep. vaping is not dangerous to the parents' response of, yes, it is. Yeah. It's addictive, and there's a lot of research to back sure. that up. I mean, that's like an invitation to. Yeah argue mm-hmm. yeah or we lecture with our moral platitudes about about lateness mm-hmm. being on time is important it's disrespectful to leaders and to classmates when you show up late just because somebody else is late doesn't give you the right to be late mm-hmm. right yeah. we want to be rational and logical yeah. and correct their thinking yeah because this must be what they're actually thinking yeah and I- and we're right, so why wouldn't we say these things, <laughs> yeah. right? Exactly. But I think when I've heard them, I've also, they raise my anxiety level because I get worried then about the future. If this is oh, what you're thinking, oh. then how is this going to affect your behavior? And what's the future going to be like if this is becoming mm-hmm. your thought pattern? Well, this is, I mean, there's so many different kinds of possibilities. I think it might be helpful to just role play this for the two of you to take on the role of parent and child. I don't know who's going to be who here. But I'll be the child. Okay. It's fun to be the child. That's like, that's like not it. Okay. <laughs> so, so child, you're going to, you're going to start this role play. You're going to say some, one of those things that kids say, Chad, you're going to respond in, in sort of a typical parenting way that we've been describing and listen to this role play and see if this sounds familiar to you. I'm so stupid. I'm no good at anything. Oh, Stacy, that's not true. Yesterday you you drew that great picture. I wish I could draw like you. That's nothing. Anybody can do that. I can never make a basket. Billy makes them all the time. Oh, Stacy, not anyone can draw like you can. I know I can't. And if, if you watch Billy, he misses some of the baskets too. No, he, no, he, he doesn't. doesn't make them all. I I'm with him. I I see him. He doesn't miss very many, but I never make a basket. I saw you make one yesterday. I know you did. And and maybe you just need to practice a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are, caught in this child's almost irrational statements that that really are coming out of a place of deep discouragement and the parents logical response which is really like two ships passing in the night isn't it like like what what the kids are really inviting isn't about logic right now but parents feel like their logic is going to be the thing that sets their kids straight so if i can talk my child out of their faulty thinking then somehow this will all be okay but what's really happening it seems to me is that the kids are doing maybe the best they know how to do to express some pretty deep discouragement right and that's about feelings that's not about what they do or can't do it's about how they feel about who they are So we're going to come back on the other side of the break and talk about maybe a different approach that can help validate where a child is coming from, but then draw them deeper into a sense of responsibility and wisdom for their lives. Yeah, sounds good. Mm -hmm. Hi, friends. I'm Stacey Bellward, and with Chad Hangate, wrote the Connected Family's new online course called Less Arguing, More Wisdom, The Power of Questions for Parenting. All the information and to register now for the four-session online course is on our website, connectedfamilies.org. You know, as a mom, I have nagged, 
I have lectured. It's so easy to do when we are just trying to make life work. But for the last few months, as I was working on this course, I'd tell friends about the project, and you know what they would say? I need that. <laughs> it was funny, it was the same response every single time. We all want to cut down on the arguing in our houses. Well, Chad is a marriage and family therapist, and we are both certified coaches, and we've made a career of learning how to ask questions and listen. And you know what? We have practiced on our kids. <laughs> We know how incredibly frustrating it is when you have to ask your kids six times to get their toys picked up. So we wrote this online course from our personal parenting experience because learning to ask questions really does shift the arguing and the nagging and it brings a teamwork mentality to the family. We are excited to be releasing this course in the next few weeks. The Power of Questions online course is four sessions. It teaches you how to stop arguing with your child and cultivate wisdom by asking thoughtful and curious questions. In the course, we cover how to ask the right questions, when not to ask a question, how to have difficult conversations, what to do when kids respond defensively, or how to hold your kids responsible. You guys, the course is only $38. The three bonus videos are worth that. Chad put together a bonus video on walking kids through decision making. It's really, really good. There are also a bunch of extra resources like talking point scripts for talking through responsibilities with your kids. Each session is only 25 minutes, so the whole thing should take you just over two hours. The course is starting very soon and you will see a change in your family. You can find all of the information on connectedfamilies.org, go to our website and register today. Well, we're back talking mm -hmm. about the importance of questions, the importance of understanding a little bit about what's going on under the surface with our kids instead of just lecturing them with logic to begin understanding that there's there's some discouragement and anxiety and fear going on. Right. And so talk a little bit about how the course speaks to this and some strategies for parents to avoid this trap of giving logic to discourage kids that tends to discourage those kids even more. Right. Well, we have analogy that we use in the online course, Chad and I, in the less arguing, more wisdom course, and that is of snorkeling or scuba diving. So a lot of times us parents are going through life and if I was responding to my child's outrageous statement in a rational way, then I'm just swimming on the surface. Let's just call that snorkeling. I'm just, you know, getting through. But what we suggest is that you put on your scuba diving gear, get that oxygen tank and dive down deep. Mm. And by doing that, it's, it's a picture of we're trying to understand what's going on inside of our child. What's under the surface. Yeah, right. And, you know, I think the answer to that question in terms of these outrageous statements is that it's discouragement. Mm -hmm. They're just discouraged maybe about just that situation or life in general. They're just discouraged. They're anxious. There's anxiety there or fear. Um, they're afraid of the outcome of the discussion mm. or what's going on. I think even in the role play that we did at the, the first half, there's insecurity. Yeah, right. right. Just the, I'm not as good as somebody else. Mm -hmm. And that's a, that's a really hard place to, to find yourself. Yeah. Hard emotions are usually right. underneath outrageous statements. Say that again. I think that's really important. Hard emotions are underneath 
outrageous statements. And so that image of getting on your oxygen tank and going deeper is key. It's very, very important. We teach that in the online course. And so uh, we also use the phrase, so then you are being curious. Mm -hmm. You're being curious and lighthearted. So you're setting aside all that rational, trying to fix them, fix their thinking, and just being curious about what's going on in them. When I am speaking, and especially when we talk about entitlement and the entitlement course and doing a workshop on entitlement, the one that's really common with the parents is when they hear their kids say, that's not fair. And Jim alluded to it at the, in the first session where our mm-hmm. response is, life's not, not fair, fair. Right? <laughs> right? And I would suggest to you that no child has ever looked at their parent and went, Oh, thank you for that wisdom. Oh, thank you for that right? piece of information. Right. So, so I, I think when we're talking a little bit about responding, it's recognizing that we are at a place where we need to look at it differently mm-hmm. with a different lens. And I think that deeper dive that you're talking about. And in the online course, we talk about really a conversational model that helps parents ask curious questions. And so we talk about it in four parts. The first one really is just the parent asking a lighthearted question. Yeah. My tone, my facial expression are mm-hmm. all a part of bringing that lightheartedness. And the hmm. second one, really the, the parent is listening to understand, not necessarily agree. And I think it's important that we recognize that understanding is what we're after. Agreement is not. It's a big one. Yeah, really empathy at the core, right? Understanding somebody without agreeing with them. And then the third one, really the parent asking a clarifying question. This is where most of us as parents, we've asked a curious question, we've listened, and then we want to just insert our opinion. Yep, that's right. Okay, I've done the work. I heard you. Anyway, life's not fair. Uh And and we just put it in there. But we really challenge parents, and it's a challenge to us as well as parents, that we ask a clarifying question Mm -hmm. to the child. It's like, oh, so what you're saying is this. Is this right? Mm -hmm. or, Or getting a little bit more depth and understanding of the child. Which means they're still listening, aren't they? Yes. Yes. Right. And then the Mm. fourth one is where we come to this place. Once we've worked hard at clarifying and understanding the child, then we offer our perspective and offer our wisdom. Yeah. We want to say things. There are things we have to tell our kids and we want to impart wisdom to them. But that model, Mm. I Mm. think, ensures that uh, our kids feel heard, or at least gives a really good opportunity for them to feel heard before we impart our own wisdom. Mm -hmm. So I, I like what I'm hearing this process Pretty simple. Ask a lighthearted question. Listen to understand, not necessarily to agree. Ask perhaps a clarifying question. It sounds like that as a maybe, if it's not very clear, which often it's not. And then finally, offer some perspective, if warranted. That's right. We say, say what you need to say. Yeah. Right? We're parents. So can you show us how that works a little bit? Like, play it out. Yeah. You sure. did this role play about how to not do it early yeah. on. Let's do the role play about an idea of how this could go using this frame. Yeah, so we'll we'll just use the same one that uh, that we did. Yeah, Stacy will make uh, her statement and then I'll I'll uh, jump in with some different questions mm-hmm. and, and see where that goes. Okay. All right, I'm the kid. So, I'm so stupid. I'm no good at anything. Oh, my Stacy. Hey, w- what's going on? I can't do anything right. I can never make a basket, and Billy makes them all the time. I'm no good at anything. Mm. It, it sounds like you wish you were a little bit better at basketball. Is that right? Yeah, it is. I'm really bad, and I miss all my shots, but Billy makes them 
all of the time. Oh, <laughs> well, Stacy, what are you most frustrated with? Do you know? Do you know what you're most frustrated? It sounds like you're frustrated about missing shots. Is that right? He can make all the baskets from all over, and I can't even make one of them even close up to the hoop. Okay, so it's really, you're just frustrated that he's making them. It seems like he makes them all the time, and and you're struggling to make any. Stacy, sometimes people have natural skills that not everyone else has. But sometimes people who don't have those natural skills can work to even get better. What do you think you might need to do in order to improve in basketball, if that's an important thing for you? Hmm. Yeah. I think this role play could go on and on, (laughs) couldn't it? And there's like me, I hope those listening have a sense of eagerness about the possibilities right now. What I sensed as I just observed that role play, not really all that different from the first one with a couple of significant exceptions. One is, Dad, you were a lot lighter hearted this time. Mm -hmm. Still had some desire to help your daughter Stacy think more soundly about this, but you took your time through it. You waited. You listened. Stacy didn't really say anything new or profound. No, I didn't. But I'm guessing based on the tenor of all of that, that now you're feeling joined as opposed to opposed. You're feeling understood rather than not understood. And that puts you in a position to be willing to hear just a little different perspective. And that last question that you asked, I just love that. It's Mm -hmm. like, well, you don't like where you're at. What would you like to do about it? Right. So Mm -hmm. invitation to you via a question without a preordained answer that puts the power in Stacy's mind and in her thinking and even in her, it makes you responsible for what you're going to do. Responsible and it grows wisdom. And therefore grows wisdom. Yes. Because now you're navigating the pros and cons. Maybe I don't want to play basketball anymore. Maybe I need to practice a little bit more. One thing I would encourage you as parents to do, to just get a gauge on on uh, the number of statements you make versus questions you ask, is, is just listen to the number of times you tell your child something that you could ask instead. So for instance, you know, hey, it's time to get to bed. <laughs> instead ask the question hey what time is it and what do we do at bedtime and what does that look like and what do you want to do first and, and then what do you want to do there are so many times that parents tell kids things instead of ask so what a delightful sort of menu of possibilities is opening up as i listen to the two right. of you and i just think man if, if you're listening to these ideas and you're thinking i'd love to learn to ask more of that sort of question and learn the thinking behind it, then this online course is a course you created for these parents. And we invite you to join right now. The course is underway and it's never it's too about late. about to get started. Oh, it's yeah. just getting started. So register and uh, hopefully we'll see you there. All of the information about the Less Arguing, More Wisdom, The Power of Questions for Parenting online course is found through a link in our show notes or on our website, connectedfamilies.org. Register today. I hope to see you online.